0: Hey everybody, welcome to Robin's 365. It's day number 1756. It's a bit of deja vu. I'm in the car Sunday morning and I'm heading to the gym for a big leg workout today. It's 8:57 a.m. My only day of the week where I don't have clients and given that time, 8.57, it probably gives you an indication if you're a long-term listener that I had a good sleep last night. I The last two days have actually been uh, very good. And the body's gone through a lot over these last few years and um, obviously with everything, the events of recent, recent last three weeks. And I, last night... I jumped into bed, I think it was around 7pm and I made myself a nice dinner and it's really cold here at the moment so um, I jumped into bed, had the electric blanket on and I was sitting up and and eating my meal and then I thought alright, I had um, some movie plan, really finding it hard to find something on Netflix to watch, it's so, there's so much trash around but anyway, I was watching um, something on there, a, do- a docu-series. Oh, the Ancient Egypt, that's worth watching. Really cool. And there was something else that I was watching that might have been to do with sports or something. But anyway, I was playing in the background, I thought, right, um, I grabbed my iPad, and I used the notes section in there to capture a whole bunch of things that I do on a daily basis. And I was... Adding to uh, getting some structure down for what I want to talk about at my daughter's memorial service in just five, well, four more days now, or oh, five, five days. And uh, that really helped, uh, you know, create some clarity for me. It's like, oh golly, do I go through this? Do I go through that? And just, just so happened that her, her mum sent me what she's uh, going to say. She's obviously going to read it out. She said, oh, is it too long? Do you think it's okay? Etc. And, you know, I thought she did a nice job with it. And um, it it kind of uh, helps shape what I'm going to talk about. Because I think if the same people talk about the same things just from a different perspective, um, I don't know, I, I don't really enjoy going to those sorts of services. So, um, you know, I'm going to talk about different things. And then, obviously, my personal experience and... Uh, so I'm going to be talking about her illness uh, because there'll be a bunch of people, most, in the room that will have no idea uh, why she passed, what her illness was and uh, I think it will confuse people to some extent. It's like, how do you die from that? Maybe you've heard somewhere in your life that somebody's died from anorexia uh, but not really understanding it because well let's face it most people but statistically speaking most people in the room are going to be overweight or obese so you know that they don't have a problem with eating well they do have a problem with eating it's a different eating disorder but um they don't have a problem with under eating so it's hard for them to relate to it if they're so far removed from it and so i'm going to talk about Uh, you know, her illness and, you know, her challenges and suffering and so forth to to help put it into uh, some perspective and it will be the first time publicly that I talk about, uh, you know, what she went through, uh, what I went through because my treatment through this whole process has been horrible, really horrible The the health professionals and so forth, so many, I've lost count of how many were like attacking slash targeting me and, Even um, uh, Liv used to say, Dad, why do they keep trying to target you or attack you? And I would just say to her, Liv, uh, I don't worry about that. I said, I just shake my head. I understand human high performance enough to know that this is about them. If They're, you know, criticising and trying to find blame and so forth. All that says is that they can't find the solution and they're not prepared to look for a solution, and they just look to blame because that's what they've done in the past. You know, they they use the same old methods to you know try and fit this uh, you know square peg into a round hole, and when that doesn't work, go looking uh, to blame others. And unfortunately for me, uh, I copped pretty much all of that. Her mum didn't, um, you know, didn't didn't cop it. You know, I got blamed uh, for her eating disorder because I work in the health and fitness industry. Go figure. Uh, Not one person over the two-year journey ever sat down with me to ask me what it is that I do, how it is that I do it, and just made up all these assumptions that, well, you must do this. So therefore, we're just going to assume that you're the problem. And I used to say to Liv, it was like bullets off Superman's chest. It doesn't bother me because I'm focused on finding a better outcome for you and focused on uh, on just you. <clears throat> All the other stuff is just noise around you and I can see straight through it. I'm not sure I understand. Yes, yeah, thanks, Siri. I didn't understand either at the time. Um, so I do want to talk about that. Uh, A little, and there will be a whole bunch of people from the hospital there, and I do want them to hear it because if you don't say these things, then people don't sit up to realise that oh, maybe we need to change our approach. I've got a very good relationship with the uh, the senior doctor, uh, the head of I don't know it's paediatric, so just. Children's Health there in the hospital, I've got a very good relationship with her, um, I have her personal number, she texts me, um, you know, we, we just corresponded yesterday actually, and she's saying she's thinking of us, and whatever, and the, the separate project I have uh, working with her, uh, looks like it's moving to the next step, and um, it's look, all looking really, really positive uh, right now to help other kids, and that's, that's really cool. But anyway, so I'm sitting there last night and just some, some more things are coming to, to clarity because, look, I like to challenge myself. So I'm not writing anything down. So I'm, not, I'm writing what I'm writing down now just to give my thoughts some structure. I won't be taking that uh, to the church, what I, well, the chapel, what I, the service. What I will be doing is I will be writing down the people that I want to thank, just their names, uh, so that I don't forget, because that's a really important part of the of the process for me, all the people that have played a role uh, in helping, and I don't want to leave anyone off, and I still may, because there is so many people to thank, but I'm going to write them down, but the rest of it, I'm not going to write, you know, write my notes, They're there. right now I'm just trying to get out of my head all the things to then say, okay, yes, that's everything out now, How are you going to structure it on the day to get in 10 minutes? I mean, it could take me five minutes to thank everybody. Uh, So that leaves five minutes left to, you know, talk about the illness, talk about, uh, you know, what she meant for me as a father, uh, you know, as me being her father and her as a daughter to me, all those sorts of things. So it's, you know, time is um, 10 minutes. Sounds like a lot to be standing up there talking, uh, but... You know, her mum sent me <clears throat> i don 't know it was probably maybe four pages. I reckon that will take her about probably seven minutes or so to to read out um, so even if I look now, so this podcast has been going for eight minutes and fifty nine seconds, and you know i I feel like i 've only just scratched the surface of what it is that uh, I wanted to say today, but anyway i 'm going to leave it there. pardon me but I'm heading into the gym I I've had a great night's sleep again I I talk about getting this stuff out of your head um and you know I also talked about the intensity of deadlines and you know I haven't put myself under deliberate pressure right now to say okay I have to write because I could just write it all out what I want to say and just read it but I think that's doing live justice in some ways because she knows I like to challenge myself and so uh, you know I want to speak from the heart on the day based on what I'm I'm feeling with some some structure at the same time uh, but just knowing that I'm getting these things out of my head is uh, making me be able to sleep uh, better as well so yeah and look, it's an, it's an interesting phase now because you know, this is the first the first weekend so I haven't had um, M um, it's been over three weeks now since Liv passed, and and life is just really different. Um, so normally on a day like today, I'd be going into the hospital, or I would have spent—pardon <coughs> me, let me just have a drink—I've just got a froggy in my throat. Or I would have spent, you know, like seven hours with Liv yesterday, and her mum's spending today in with her, and I'm spending some time with them. Uh, but that's gone. Now, on last night, one of the reasons I I went to bed earlier was because, um, to be frank, I didn't have anything to do and I was cold. And I thought, okay, well, I'll jump into bed. I'll I'll do this. And I was starting to think about, um, you know, let's just say that everything is, is like lives alive. She's happy. Both the kids are alive, and you know, business is going well. And you know, what I'd be probably thinking about is creating a, a marketing campaign or you know, what's that next thing uh, that I want to create? And I'm just not ready for that yet. In some ways, it kind of feels a little bit wrong. It's just not sitting well within me to say, yeah, look, you you could do that, but I think you just need to, you know, continue to take some time out. So I really am allowing myself the next, probably, what's the date today? So today's the 21st. So probably up until around the thirty thirty June mark or I don't know, may feel different at the time, but another three to four weeks where I just allow myself to um, do a little bit more than the minimum. Uh i.e. I'm I'm serving my clients well, I'm focusing on them, I'm not putting uh, you know, a lot of energy into any marketing or things like that. I'm putting uh, extra time back into uh, my my training, making sure that I'm focusing on those things, and also getting my nutrition back on track as well. Uh, because uh, one of the biggest challenges for me at the moment is is my food, and um, you know people have been asking me, "Oh, what can I do? You know, do you need anything?" And of course, my natural inclination is to say no. But the reality probably is that I would love people to just be turning up with really healthy meals for me uh, that I don't have to to think about you know making so like, well, them like my muscle chef meals and things and things like that or yeah even other things uh, because uh, I find just eating yeah you know, I'm probably eating five times a day at the moment um you know, in know the last couple of weeks it's it's a lot of days it's been four, four days, maybe I'm eating, um, you know, less nutritionally balanced things. So for instance, I might be having like some, uh, some peanut butter on toast, or you know, a couple of pieces of that for a mid morning snack instead of a, a smoothie, just because I don't feel like having a smoothie. It's like, okay, well, I'm just giving myself my permission to do that. But I know I'm not living my, my best nutritional life right now, but I'm also going through such a unique time that I'm making it okay. And so I do want to get back on track with that. Um, I haven't... Um, the Isobody Challenge, which is part of the IsoGenics uh, company that I'm affiliated with, I, they're the only supplements that I, ref, I refer people to, um, I'm going to re-enroll in an, in an ISO Body Challenge uh, to force me to uh, get some more focus. Uh, maybe today I'll look up. Okay, when's the next day for one? You can start at any time, but when's the you know kind of the next sort of clean period to start? And I may I may start that. I may start before then, um, and that's going to involve me taking photos, measurements, all that kind of stuff, uh, which is I I just don't feel like doing that uh, at the moment. So sorry, I'm gonna have another drink. Bit um, so that will be something that comes as well just shifting that focus I am going to play around with AI a little bit around my food there as well um, I said the other um, the other day about uh, you know plant-based protein and animal based protein so I'm gonna have a bit of play around with that and uh, my nutrition software and and uh, you know see what I can come up with there and you know just experiment with that. And then that will transfer over into, like, the workout I'm going to do today. It's legs. It's hard. I'll be sore for the next two days. It's just focusing on, like, I track every every workout that I do. So I was just edging the needle a little bit f- further forward. So today I'll look to, um, you know, push a little bit more, lift a little bit more weights. Um, but when I'm in my, my full throes of things, then um, it's, it's way different. You know, like I'm, I'm pushing really heavy weight. So for instance, today, I'll probably go up to, <clears> on <throat> the double leg press, my, I think last week I did 180 kilos. I look to go to 190 kilos today, possibly 200, depending on how I'm feeling. Uh, but when I'm training really heavy, I'm doing 300. So, you know, it's a fair bit different. Um, you know, 180 is one of my warm-up sets, but it's just different. At the moment, like I'm not I'm not putting that pressure on myself, and so I'm allowing, you know, this next four weeks to just allow things to wash over me. Um, a big priority at the moment is also uh, my my uh, surviving daughter, and making sure that um, you know she's getting the tools to to navigate herself through all of this, and you know, she's going to be 18 soon, and in August. And, uh, you know, she just naturally, by virtue of your children growing up and them spending more time away from you, uh, there will be that less time uh, with me and uh, her mum as well. And if she doesn't have the tools now, the chances are she will have less and less access to me to maybe get hold of some of those tools or you know, just be having those conversations. And I think what happens is you tend to... Uh, To avoid, and we we had a really good conversation a few days ago. And I said to her, Emily is her name. I said, "Em, you know, you are very much like me. I've stayed in the car too long. It's now starting to rain. Um, You are like me, and you like to internalize things. And I said that that can be good, and it can be bad. And I said, where I find it's it's damaging, is that you just make it bigger and bigger within yourself, and you've got to get it out. And you know, I spoke to her about." a few ways to get it out and the fact that she is in a safe environment with her counseling sessions. And I don't ask her the details. It's not for me to know. Um, what's for me to know is the fact that she is finding them useful and that that's what I want to know. And she, she, is finding them useful. And uh, I said, you're in a safe environment there to get out whatever you want out of your head. I said, you may not feel like talking uh, to your boyfriend or, you know, you um, your girlfriend, and uh, that's that 's okay, but at least in that space, you can talk about whatever it is you want, and he can give you some tools and stuff and like life 's a journey and understanding how to to navigate all that I think is really important, especially as a, a young a young adult and I said to her look darling i i haven 't lost a sibling before haven 't lost a daughter before i said i 'm managing all of this as well, but i said i 've been living a lot longer to you know learn what works for me and what doesn't and you know you just got to keep having conversations and getting the stuff out of your head and so uh, you know that's a big focus of mine at the moment as well and it's it's just finding the, the the windows of opportunity there to have the conversations because she's got another life now and that will continue to involve less and less of of me. And you know there'll be less and less involvement with her mum as well and you know like once uh um you know emily is, has got her own job and she moves out and she's doing all those sorts of things i mean uh for the last two years multiple multiple times a day um with her mum because of her sister would would be meetings conversations text messages emails like multiple so many and I think it will be good to not have to to do that part of it, and so then you've got this extra time. That's like, okay, so what you know, what do we do with it? And um, you know, I know, I know the targets I want to be hitting in my business, for instance. And I know, in order to achieve that, I need to be you know, doing more in marketing, doing more in different spaces, and that kind of stuff. And you know, keeping on building relationships and doing all of those those types of things. And uh, you know, I'm excited about getting. Into those things um, but I'm also conscious of uh, you know not rushing to do that as well Um, so just kind of like it's been three weeks and almost two days a day and a half um, since we've passed and it is really like the ocean your emotion your emotions are like the ocean the waves you know the waves come and go. Some days the waves are, are bigger, and if you think about the high of the wave, that's for me is about that, you know, that real high of um, um, emotion, I suppose. And uh, yeah, I'm just allowing myself to, to ride it, and feel it, and uh, you know deal with it when the the time comes. So. Yeah, I think we're we're just all different, right? Uh, I think with the... And, and it's interesting for me, like as driven as I am and, you know, going through this grief and still um, looking for how how do I optimise my, you know, myself, my results. And uh, I think I'm just... <laughs> I think one of the things that's doing it, it's... It's enabling me to like, hold up the mirror to myself and you know, internally reflect as well to see, uh, you know, thinking about the challenges that my clients have uh, you know, with food, um, with what it is that they, they want to achieve. And it's enabling me to... as all my clients know, uh, know me reasonably well, some much better than others, but they all know what I'm going through at the moment. And when I, I put it into context whatever they're going through or like especially my client base right now is nothing compared to what i'm going through and so and i'm not putting it in their face like that but it helps them realize that wow this is what you're doing in spite of the fact that you've got this challenge and it really does you know i'm having some open conversations with them about food and you know i I'm asking them, you know, how's your, how's your food going these last couple of days? They say, oh, well, I've done this and I've done that and, you know, and they're not real happy with it, et cetera. I say, okay. I say, yeah, I can, I can relate to that. This is what's going on for me. And I say, I, I just give them tip and say, well, you know, this is where I am right now. And I said, this is what I'm looking to do each and every day, just to edge things forward a little bit more. Um, maybe... You know, there's a day where I've missed my fish oil capsules in the evening or something like that, just because, yeah, I'm I'm not focused on it right now. Um, You know, my protein is down more than it normally would be because why? I'm I'm just not as focused on it right now. I just I'm and talking about how I'm feeling like different foods and sometimes it's it's more of the processed variety. Uh, Just I feel like I I want different flavors. I I feel like I don't want to eat the food that I would normally eat I said it's really interesting and I can see that there's a strong link this is what I'm saying to them a strong link between where my mindset is and my food and saying that the reason that I am like this right now obviously there's the grief but I'm also not focusing on something bigger like I, I would be uh, normally like you know I'm not focusing on uh, the health, the energy, the drive, the res- business results, the body results, uh, all, all that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm not focusing on that. And I see a strong correlation with lack of focus there with why my food is where it is. And so it's about making a, a small change to edge yourself forward. And like I said, I'm giving myself that four weeks. I think I said that last week, so it's probably three weeks now. Uh, to just allow things to come to me. And just look to edge my food forward a little bit better every single day. And so making sure I'm you know I'm tracking my water, I'm you know getting my supplements in, I'm uh, you know removing some snacking on you know some things that uh, aren't serving me as well. So like in the morning, for instance, replacing that toast, if you like. I don't do it all the time, but I don't know. I've probably done it twice through the last week. So, oh, wow, twice. That's not the point. It's it's like where you're at, where you've been, and knowing what the difference is, that gap. And so replacing those uh, this week with smoothies. And so here's my, my um, commitment to you listening right now. For the next seven days, I'm going to make sure that my mid-morning snacks are always a protein smoothie, and it'll be a chalk mango smoothie. With my flax meal in there too, which is to give me omega 3, and it's a full meal balanced in a cup, and then that will help. Because I see when I say do have the, the toast, for instance, um, I'm very hungry later. Why? Because it's just some, some processed high energy carbs. There's no plant based food in there. Yeah, you've got some fats in there, but there's no protein, no um, plant based food. So it leaves me full of long. I'm um, sorry, it leaves me hungrier quicker. So it's just simple things like that. And if that's the only change I make this week, then that has been progress. And I'll find how these other things sort of shift. So the progress I've made this week is there's been a couple of evenings where, just because of the schedule and everything, timing's been a bit out. And um, I, I've got to dinner times maybe been a little bit later. And I thought, oh man, I feel like, say, pizza, or I feel like something else. And maybe there's been some... Uh, You know, leftover pizza in the in the freezer, and I think I'll just have that. But instead, I've said no. I had some bags of salad, and I thought, no, I'm going to have a salad, and I'm going to add some protein uh, to that. And uh, you know, I've done that a couple of times this week. A lot fuller for longer means you're going to snack less later on. You know, poorer choices, etc. Because one thing leads to another. You have a bad, I will say, a less nutritionally filled meal, then that will lead to not being satisfied and lead to probably a sugar craving or something later on as well. So, you know, all of these things are linked. Everything is linked, like links in a chain. And as soon as you start to, uh, you know, make a change in one particular area, you will find it will definitely flow on to the other. The question is, how big a change do you want to make? And what is more life sustainable. So people go on these crash diets, right? So say, right, Monday, I'm starting this diet and they just change things fundamentally. That will not work for most people because uh, we're always drawn to going back to where we were. And uh, my goal is to get people to make changes at a pace that they can manage and be sustainable so that they're not depriving yourself because it's the headspace. It's the mindset that will dictate how successful you're going to be and the level of change that you can cope with. And humans seem to be notoriously designed to not like change. But if you want to be super successful, you harness the energy and the tools to enable you to achieve change over and over and over again. But It's very, very hard. Um, this is why most people are just unsuccessful in everything that they, they do, because it's hard. And most people will fall back to being uh, mediocre, complacent, and underachieving. It sounds really harsh, but that is the reality. That's the reality. Change is really difficult. All right. So I said before, at uh, probably about 10 minutes ago now, um, that I was going to go do that workout. So um, I think I've ended with some some really good stuff here. Really, really important important things if you can start to connect all these dots it's like there's all these dots out there and it's when you start to connect them in your life that when you can start to see this pathway forward almost like if you imagine there's all these dots out in front of you like right now and then imagine the clarity is that not all the dots but those dots that you need imagine them now all shifting and shifting in a row in front and they're all connecting and they're all lined up and that's your way forward and there's other dots around you but you just ignore them And you're just heading straight forward because all your dots are connected. That's the way that I feel with my life and where I am am right now. And um, it just feels good uh, when you you have that clarity. But of course, you get disruption that's happening right now. And you've got to find a way back to, to getting there. And that's, I guess, what I'm verbalizing here today. So I'm going to go hit these legs. The gym looks very busy now, so hopefully I can get my leg press machine. See you tomorrow.